a little boy, about 12 years old. Welcome to Frisky Discs. I am your host, Kelly. This is Matt. And this is Tim. And as you probably noticed, Fancy is not here today. She won't be back for, oh, around 14 days. Maybe you guys are terrible. Oh, we were supposed to play off that. I was trying to think of something witty. I was like, witty. a fortnight? I was going to say a fortnight, too, but I hated myself. Yeah, no, I, that game has ruined that statement for me. Well, I really thought you'd go more with a COVID joke, but since you didn't, let's move along. I didn't consider that. Uh, I monetized him. going to go on to explain that, no, uh, these episodes come out every 14 days. <laughs> I don't think we have enough listeners to be monetized, therefore demonetized. (laughs) We got nothing to lose. Shut up, Kelly. But today we're out at Memorial Park in Dallas Center, Iowa. I believe it's a nine-hole course, though we could be surprised and be 12. I actually forgot. Uh, Based on UDISC, it is nine. It's nine. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Pretty quiet out here. Not a whole lot going on. A couple kids on the playground. Look like they're probably related because they're wearing almost matching clothing. One and, guy discing. And one other disc golfer. You guys got anything else for this week before we get going? No. I don't think so. Let's we're go. shit at your jokes. <laughs> I don't understand your humor anymore. <laughs> Neither do I. Let's go disc. Well, since Fancy's not here, I I've go, got I go second, right? a new segment. Oh, God. Is this a sentence? So I pulled a comment from Reset Era, the video game <laughs> message board that I go to. Okay. I figured there's just the two of you here, you understand video games more. Fancy would have no clue. Hey, either one of you, tell me what this sentence means. Someone wonder traded me a undoubtedly hacked shiny Jirachi on Ultra Moon with an it of Stringzy Tube, and it came up from Ultra Moon to home to shield. You can't see this, but I'm blinking in confusion right now. You need me to read that for you again? Yes, please. No. Someone <laughs> wonder traded me a undoubtedly hacked shiny Jirachi on Ultra Moon with an it of Stringzy Tube, and it came up from Ultra Moon to home to shield. Okay. I think you can figure out like what the game probably is well, yeah. that's being discussed. It's a space-themed game. <laughs> oh, way to go, Kelly. No. The moon part is sort of saying that, isn't yeah. it? It, it kind of does. It's Pokemon. So who wants to take a run at telling me... Is this a sentence? I think so. All right. Kelly buzzed in first. Now tell me what the sentence means. Someone traded me something on Ultra Moon, which is a Pokemon game. Now that Matt, I didn't click for me. Spoilers. And then, is the word shiny in there? Mm -hmm. There is. Yeah, so they claimed it was a shiny, but it wasn't, or something along those lines. I don't have the sentence in front of me. Otherwise, I could decipher it a little better. Okay, it was a hack shiny, which you can do by doing some ditto bullshit. Or just hacking. With an it of stringy tube, and it came up from Ultra Moon. And the stringy tube was typed that way. I typed this exactly how it appeared With on the message board. An it of stringy tube. I don't know what stringy. I don't play enough Pokemon to know what the fuck a stringy tube is. <laughs> but it came up from Ultra Moon to home. To shield. So sometimes when you like transfer Pokemon in between games, if they're hacked, you can transfer them through other games to make them appear unhacked. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that is what happened from home to shield. So Kelly's guess is there was a trade and they made it this hacked Pokemon legitimate by going through several fucking steps the way it sounds. Matt, would you like to see the sentence so you can... Decide what this means. So, wonder trading is a it's a 
essentially randomized trade. You put up a Pokemon and then somebody else puts up a Pokemon and they randomly connect the two of you and it trades. Oh. Uh, undoubtedly hacked Shiny Jirachi is because getting a Shiny Jirachi is like more impossible than getting a Shiny. Ultramoon did have Wonder Trade. Yeah, Ultramoon, I knew what that meant. And yeah. the Jirachi and the Shiny part, I assume, some special Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. yeah Shinies. Shinies have different color alterations, yeah. and I think that's it. Yeah, there's nothing special about them other than the coloration. Right. I'm assuming an it of... It was probably like an autocorrect, because usually people talk about IVs and EVs. Okay. Tell us what Stringsy 2 means. I have no clue on Stringsy 2. <laughs> I haven't... I have only ever played Pokemon Yellow. So, like... Trading's weird to me. I did have an ex who found that if you had, like, a hacked Pokemon, you could breed it with a Ditto to make a non-hacked Pokemon, and it was like, surprise, it's legitimate even though it isn't. How old was your significant other? My age at the time, so, what like... Was your age at the time? 20... Wait. No, before I finished college, so, like, 22-ish. Come on, man. You gotta stop playing. Oh, God, no. I would have been, like, 19 because I've been with Jake since I was, like, 21. Well, that's fine. Not... 19 is almost a little more acceptable that you're still playing Pokemon. I was just really shocked. I'm like, wait a second. How does time work? Pokemon, you should not be playing it in your early to mid-20s because you're busy with an actual social life. It's around late 20s that you go, hey, I haven't played Pokemon in a while. And then oh, you thank can God. play it again. I was like, I played Pokemon Sword last night. You uh-huh. should drop out around 17 at the latest and then jump back in around 28. Tim, yeah. I have a... Uh, just let's to finish up the analysis here. of this, um, Pokemon Home is the new like version hub. of Pokemon Bank. Yeah, it's like a hub, essentially. Yeah. So it allows people to transfer Pokemon from earlier generation games to the Switch. Yeah, no, I understood that concept. I also understand that they now charge for that instead they of free. They do. Free. But yeah. yeah, Shield is the newest generation of Pokemon. Uh, sword or Sword. Shield. Mm-hmm. Well, Kelly, I think you did okay, but I think Matt beat you at the... Start at the second word with a wonder business. You wonder really knew what was yeah, I didn't on. know what that was. So, do you all agree that it is a sentence? Yeah, yeah, I technically, think. it's like that buffalo, buffalo, buffalo sentence. Where, <laughs> <laughs> but Matt wins the first segment of "Is this a sentence?" <laughs> Yay! Gotcha. Have you ever done a um, <laughs> Nuzlocke run? No. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So Nuzlocke, usually it started with people doing comics. So there's a whole bunch of rules, but it's like, <laughs> um, you if a Pokemon dies, it dies forever, so you have to release it. And there's some other rules that I do not know. Because oh, actually, that's not a bad idea. There's also like, you can only catch the first Pokemon you encounter on each route. That is the rule that I couldn't Or you remember. can't use potions in battle. I think I generally do just whatever I catch, I kind of use. I I don't get intense into it. It's like, well, it's a good enough team. In like 2008, there were a lot of really popular comics about the Nuzlocke. Like, people would make comics so, like, you'd actually get attached to their Pokemon. And you have to name your Pokemon. You have to give them names. And a lot of people pick themes like WWE wrestlers or, like, (laughs) Like, that's the first example you give. WWE wrestlers. You watch a lot of Mudry Brad? I don't... I, was I, thought, like, I thought that was a common thing that people name stuff after. No, I thought it would be more like, you know, they name after their favorite Final Fantasy characters. <laughs> That's at least in the same Actually, a building. Lot of, a lot of YouTubers and Twitch players that do Nuzlocke and any type of runs like that name them after like people in their chat. I'm going to tell you something. The 
person that plays Pokemon and names all their characters after WWE wrestlers. Incel. <laughs> I found happiness was only in my own backyard. For some folks live in cities, others live in town. But you can have your city and let it get you down. You guys want to go straight into reviews? I was going to say, is it dollar meats time? I'm afraid not, yeah. No no meats or treats today. Though, I guess that's not exactly true. Maybe this course was a treat. <laughs> so who would like to go first? I really enjoyed this course. It really uses the environment it has. It does. If you come out here, I think it looks extremely flat, and you're like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. This looks just like I'm going to be throwing straight ahead the whole time. They effectively use the trees like crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah there's a, almost every single hole. Hole one, you have to throw through like these weird rock things. I do think the uh, tree right there that's closer to the tee, I think it should technically probably have been trimmed back. Yeah. Because you know, there's at least two branches hanging loose. So that created a challenge today. I don't know if you would see that every day that you're out here. No, but I really liked, I can't remember which hole it was, but the one that's like less than 200 feet, and you're like... The 189, it's hole four, I think. Yeah, yeah. hole four. It's got to be the most challenging 189 or less yeah. hole I've ever played. Because you, tr- you have a huge evergreen, maybe, what, 50 feet <laughs> in front of the tee? Yeah. Like- so you got to contend with throwing around it, and then the basket itself is kind of on the left-hand side of two similar evergreen yeah. trees. Yeah. yeah. And it's- at first we're like, there's no way, and then we're like, oh... There is, and it actually yeah, it's right there. Uh, was a lot more fun than most less oh, than absolutely. 200 holes. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely was. Played well to my style of throw, too. Yeah. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> I did okay. I threw a little too far left on that one. Yeah, overall, like, if I lived closer out here, I'd definitely visit. I would visit it pretty, pretty often. Oh, yeah. yeah. I spent most of the course going, I wonder if these houses are for sale. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll move out here just to live next to I'd give it a solid four out of five. Yeah, no, I'm solidly on the four. I was thinking, like, this is very reminiscent of Cravaro. But better. But, I, but I was gonna more say, difficult. Like, I thought I was going to be coming out here to play a Cravaro. Yeah, no, that's what I was ready fact, for. Yeah, that it, it was, was like nine hole. Small town, nine hole. And then when I was sitting here, if you just sit and look at it, you're going to think Cravaro if you're from Des Moines. Yeah, but no, like, this is a solid... There's some more difficult holes, like four or five or whatever, the weird 180... To 189 was that, but there's also some very like wide open. There are, I mean, and that's the thing too. They give you a chance to throw wide open on a couple holes, and then as you get closer, the trees become a situation. Yeah, yeah. But they, yeah, and the wide open holes are the long ones. Like you don't have a lot of stuff in the way until the end. I think, yeah, that's what I mean. Like you, you don't have the trees until you get to the end. Uh, There are quite a few 400 plus holes out here. I think. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about the 189 probably the most, but yeah. What was that? Was it eight? That was 480. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I mean, and that yeah. one was wide open until you got to like there's five trees right near the hole. Like now, it is located in a public park. There's a couple holes that cross walk paths. It was no issue for us at all. No. I guess if the park was extremely busy and there was a ton of walkers, you might have to wait. Yield. Yeah. Yeah. And nine like. Nine the does play. For nine like ends at. It swing ends set. almost in the middle of a swing set and then a very large uh, play area. So if yeah. kids have decided that the basket is where they're putting their trucks, I don't know. Yeah. I was a stupid little kid once, so yeah, like it's possible. I'd put my doll in there while I played. It looks like a crib. But honestly, if you're throwing to that hole and you overthrow it, it that's 
because you're throwing terribly. Like, yeah. by the time you get there, you should just almost just be putting. Yeah. Yep. A slight mid-range shot, maybe. While we were playing, Matt mentioned that there's no map of this on U-Disc. And yeah, I which was... does feel weird for, like, yeah. how, like the age of this course. Because, like, U-Disc, or one of the sites that I looked at to get directions to come here, yeah. mentioned, like, this, this place has been here since, like, 2014? Oh, wow. Oh, right. I How was, do you upload to U-Disc? I was going to make yeah. a comment that, like, if I lived closer, I would take the time to measure shit create out map, yeah. and, yeah. like, generate the map for this course just because it is so... It's nice. It's like, it's it's like Cavaro Plus. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I would agree like, with that. Now you're going to want to bring sunscreen. It's very open. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... There is not a lot of shade. Again, yeah, there's not a lot of shade until you get to the holes. It's about 90 today, but it feels pretty good. Yeah. Lucked out. Got a pretty decent breeze. Yeah. But not enough that I think it affected too many of my shots. It carried mine a couple of times, but that was about it. I was going to say, yeah, I got a, like couple, never, I got a couple small carries, I yeah, think. Never adversely affected my throw. Yeah. I honestly, my main impression is I think this is the best nine-hole course I've ever played. Yeah. I, and yeah. honestly, I would include a couple of 12-hole courses that I think this is better than. This is probably the best, like, short course Yeah, I've played. Yeah, I think so. I absolutely think so. There's no short T-pads either, which mm-hmm. does not take away from this course because enough of the holes are... There's a good variety of, like, long and short holes. Yep, good variety. Yeah, so you don't feel like you need a short at the 400s? Like. Other than asking a disc offer when we first got here where the first hole was, we had a pretty easy time navigating the course. Not a whole lot of challenge there. I uh, think we would have logically found it if we didn't start in this shelter that yeah, we're sitting Yeah, if it wasn't in. for where we're sitting. We were sitting closest to nine. Yeah. yeah, and we would have found it easily enough. We'd have walked around for a minute. Yeah, because it's just past the park over that way. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it. Uh, I don't want to go too high. I, I've gotten to the point where a four course has to be a little bit more than what this is. So I think I'll go a three five. So that brings us out to what three seven five, yeah. probably all around. Yeah. All right. Would you come out here specifically to play this course if you lived in Des Moines? Would you tell somebody from Des Moines like, hey, you know what? If you're adventurous, go ahead and take a chance on it. Depends on their skill level. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Like, if you're too good at disc golf, I wouldn't. Yeah. If you're a beginner to, like, intermediate and just enjoy playing new courses, I I think it's worth the 30, mm-hmm. what, maybe 25, 30-minute drive out yeah. to Dallas Center. Yeah. I, mean, I was like going to say, but also if they're pretty good at disc golf and have a decent group of people to come out with, because you do yeah. need someone to chit-chat with on the drive. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the drive is really boring for Matt. No, I listen to you, too. Oh, that's fair. You listen to YouTube? <laughs> yeah, Tim, totally. YouTube, not YouTube. I think it's a good road trip course yeah. if you're from Des Moines. No, I, I think if my brother and his family were like in town and wanted a like nice quiet picnic area and possibly like... Yeah, got playgrounds. Play, yeah. Decent like, playground too. Yeah, and it's, it's quiet. That's my next podcast, reviewing children's playgrounds. Nice. I go to a ton of them, so I really should... Creepy for anybody the in that The trail group to go is really you, nice so. too. Like, oh yeah, yeah. If we had any good anybody who wanted to go it's on a decent a nice size, walk, yeah. who lives out in Grimes already, it'd be a good place to do it. Yeah, and it's not super intrusive in the disc golf course, which is always a positive. No, it, literally, like, no, it's not. Like I said, there's a couple spots where if there's my walking, you need to hold off. But yeah, for no. the most part, it, I mean, it walks around the disc golf course. I mean, if you throw really shitty, you could accidentally hit the basketball course, but. That's on you. None of us did that. (laughs) Absolutely not. It's almost impossible to. (laughs) There's a fenced-in area towards the end of, like, I guess right next to six. Yeah. 
You think it is? Yeah, you might but, accidentally throw over. But again, like it's not like you have to climb a fence or anything. Yeah, they, they have, have open two open like, spots. Yeah. They planned for like, oh, people might throw shitty and go in here. Yeah. I was gonna say, I'm not sure if they planned for that or, or like, like they noticed this. This was happening, and it's like, yeah. well, fuck it, let's just take that fence piece out instead of repairing it every fucking six weeks. Right. There's no barbed wire on the top of the fence, although it's set up for that. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's because we're in a small community and they just didn't bother, or they're like, people are gonna try to jump this fence. Let's keep them safe. Yeah, probably both. Probably more a little bit of the ladder. Yeah. Knowing how small town he is, this. So I guess we're giving a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Come play Memorial Park in Dallas Center. Yeah, especially if you're nearby. Actually, I was going to say, how close is this to you, man? Is this I didn't far check for still? me specifically. Like I, I actually will have to look up. How to I get mean, this season we've been playing farther west of Des Moines, which is more accommodating to Fancy and Matt. I don't know. Let me check. Eh, it's twenty-five minutes. Yeah, you could still travel to a better course in twenty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could still make it. That's the thing. Like, if you, within... there's better eighteen hole courses. Yeah, yeah. But if you're an adventurous disc golfer that likes to travel, play new stuff, talk ask... about it on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> If you have I'll a say, podcast about this, cut out that last part where you try to compete with us. Yeah, <laughs> and do the rest of it. If you would like to record with us, we have an email. Apparently, you can call Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not dealing with that yeah, shit. Yeah, no. All right, is that about it for today. Yeah. I think so. Well, let's go home. home. <laughs> let's go disc again. I'll take my time. Riding on in the city and let it get you down. I'm cutting out old man. I'm nothing but a small town. Please follow us on Twitter at Frisky Discs. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts.